there is so much speculation in the market that people I feel have forgotten that they have to be thinking about the what ifs. And because people aren't thinking about the what ifs when it hits, it's going to hit pretty strong. Working women, how many things are you expected to do on a daily basis? Between walking those 10,000 steps, hydrating, making plant-based meals for our family, Pinterest-worthy lunches for our kids, spectacular date nights for our husband, and let's not forget climbing that corporate ladder, we're asked to do these things each and every day. So much so that often it feels like we are trying to balance on the high wire of life. So welcome to the High Wire Woman podcast, hosted by me, Rosanna Brary. I'm an immigration lawyer, a mother to a teenage son, a wife, and an entrepreneur who truly believes that working women can have it all. Join me as I interview other high-achieving women, and together, let's learn about the skills and the fortitude that we need to create the happy, prosperous, and balanced life we so richly deserve. Highway women, there's so many things to remember, take care of, and do as a busy working woman. But one area that we can't forget about or we can't back burner is our finances. I received very, very sage advice from my father when I started my first job as an immigration lawyer 25 years ago. And he said, invest your money in the 401k, whatever your company offers you, make sure you take advantage of that. And I've done that. And 25 years later, I'm like, wow, that was pretty smart advice. However, the financial industry is difficult. It's hard to figure out. It's hard to know who to trust. I have a law degree and I struggle with this. It's not easy. And a lot of it is smoke and mirrors. We feel like we're saving our money, but we don't really know the exorbitant fees that we're paying. So today we are lucky, thrilled, and honored to have Unicia Perret, one of our country's top financial mentors, educators, and consultants. She's the CEO and founder of the Empowered Financial Planner and an accomplished financial professional and business owner with over 15 years of experience in financial services. Anicia, welcome to the High Wire Women podcast. Thank you, Rosanna. It's such a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you for joining me to talk about this issue that makes my stomach hurt when I think about it. I'm an investor. I've learned at an early age to make sure I'm always taking care of my retirements and such, but I get the statements from my investments in financial planner, and I don't always know what I'm looking at. Why is it so confusing? Because it's not meant to be easy. It's not meant for people to be able to easily decipher, number one. And number two, it's confusing because just like you said earlier, your area of specialty is focusing on law, focusing on immigration law, helping individuals with those massive, massive problems. I would be willing to bet that probably the last thing that you want to do is sit there and try to even figure out how to decipher those statements. And you're not alone. Just about everybody else falls in the same category. And to make it even more personal on that note, I will tell you that I, I was a finance major. And for the longest time, when I would look at my statements, my eyes would crisscross and I would much rather prefer to just leave it there, have the financial advisor, just tell me where things are. Just tell me, am I going to be okay? Market's going up, market's coming down and just trusting that somebody else is going to do it for me. Is that the right answer? No, it isn't. So the right answer then would be figuring out and working with someone that can help you, not necessarily geek out on those statements, but at least understand what's happening, the trajectory, and what are the different options that can be taken in order to not have that unsettling feeling of what am I leaving to chance? Yeah. And what irritates me the most is that 
you rarely hear from the traditional financial planner. They come in, they sell a product, you sign up, and then you just get your statements. And when the market is down, no one's calling me to say, hey, this is a great opportunity to buy more. Or if something's going public, maybe it's a great chance to invest in a great company that's going to have huge potential. We just redid our 401k plan for the law firm. We had the advisor come in and talk to the team. And he said, all of you should just set it and forget it. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I agree with the theory of, yes, automate your investments. I like that. But don't forget about them. What say you on that? Well, (laughs) what I say on that is that if whatever it is that you focus on, it is what's going to end up becoming in the future. And that applies to money. That applies to so many different things. I actually have that conversation with my kids all the time because don't make statements. Well, it's just a dollar. Like, well, if it's just a dollar and it's okay for you to lose it, then, you know, a dollar gain, what's the difference there, right? And so when it comes to 401ks, particularly, there are a few different kind of things to think about to kind of decipher it. First and foremost, the end consumer or the end person that puts their money in the 401k, they are not the ultimate client for the 401k company. In this case, you and your law firm are. So naturally, the 401k company is probably not going to want to get all of these different calls from all of those different people saying, oh, market's gone up, market's come down. What do I do now? Right. Because by law, they're not allowed to provide guidance on where specifically individuals should put money. So naturally, they're going to try to minimize the desire for people to want to do those outreaches. That's number one. The other thing is a lot of individuals, and we were talking about this just before the call, a lot of individuals will say, just put your money in a 401k because it will grow over time. The philosophy that we have is 401ks are amazing, but do we have, do the employees and do the clients that we service that are employees to other companies, do they have access to some of the best 401k plans available? Because if they don't, and the 401k plan is not designed or the matching isn't there to where it would make sense for the client to participate in the 401k, that's where they need to know that they have options. Because Money in a situation where it's not truly optimized is not going to be the same as the same money put in a vehicle or put in a situation where it can truly grow to the benefit of the client. And so that's kind of my stance on the 401k and and the approach there is, you're right, it is a lot of smoke and mirrors. And a lot of people, because of that, they don't look at their statements. They just leave it and forget it until something like 2008, 2009 comes around where you have people losing 40, 50, 60% of their portfolio, and hence the highest rates of suicide taking place during those times of, of heavy market crashes, right? And so the whole idea is individuals need to be aware of what they're dealing with, but more importantly, they also need to be aware that they do have options. They have options that can protect them from a lot of those losses if that is something that they feel that they need to help them sleep better at night and frankly, have a more restful life in general. Yeah, I feel like we are living with a house of cards in front of us. The market has been so strong for so long. And even pre-pandemic, the experts were predicting the house is going to fall, right? We're going to have a crash. We're going to have a correction. Well, then the pandemic comes along and the government prints more money than anyone knows what to do with. Printing press, our free money, which has caused crazy inflation. So now we're at this really precarious situation where everything's super expensive. Housing is out of control. Gas is out of control. Food's out of control. The market is still going strong, going strong, going strong, largely driven by a handful of companies. Where do you think this is going to wind up? 
do you see, I'm a novice, I don't know, I'm an immigration lawyer, but I'm like, how can this keep going? Something's got to give. And what I will say here, Rosanna, is something's got to give. And it's not even because I say it or because other people say it. It's because economists have been predicting that this a correction for years and years and years. It's still going strong. And a lot of financial experts will tell you, oh, the indicators are still there. It's still good. It's still good. But how much longer can it continue going, especially in a situation where the last several years, everybody's made money in the stock market to the point where now, you know, even the shoeshine boy will tell you, uh, <laughs> here are the kinds of stocks that you shouldn't have. I made really good money in these stocks, right? And everybody yeah. piles on. There is so much speculation in the market that people I feel have forgotten that they have to be thinking about the what ifs. And because people aren't thinking about the what ifs when it hits, it's going to hit pretty strong. And then on top of that, we've got this inflation and we've got the cost of actually accessing funds. The interest rates for the loans are going to probably go back up towards the end of the year based on what the Fed said. And when that happens, people are going to start getting really, really squeezed. In part is because they're not thinking strategically about, again, the what if and just putting these parameters in place to make sure that, okay, I can play with this pot of money, but I'm not going to stake everything on it so that when and if it does come around, they don't experience that huge shock of that's going to be caused by the lack of action otherwise. So you've been doing this for a long time. You've got lots of experience. I'm sure you've seen lots of different types of clients. What's the big thing that we're all doing wrong? What's the one thing where you're like, oh, here she, uh, here's another one, you know, doing this again. What's that one thing? that we're doing? There are a couple of things. I'm going to start with something that we don't really have control over, and then I'm going to come back to what it is that we can do. So the one thing that we don't have, unfortunately, control over is the industry. The industry as a whole is not incentivized to be helping us as the end consumer. It doesn't matter what the designations behind people's names are, whether they are fiduciaries or not. At the end of the Mm -hmm. day, everybody's going to be able to position things in such a way where it makes it seem like it's the best thing for you. The one thing that we don't do as consumers is we prefer many of us to just put the blinders on and say, you know what, somebody, I've got someone that is doing something. I've got someone that's managing my money. I've got one of him or one of her and I'm good. And the bigger problem that is happening, the the other nuance that is happening that we don't as individuals and end consumers jump on is the opportunity to say, hey, to ask some tough questions, do I feel like what's happening with my money is the right thing? First and foremost, do I feel? Because if I don't feel, that's automatically an immediate, an immediate indication that you should be doing something. The other thing also caused by the lack of awareness and desire to actually sit down and ask the tough questions as individuals is the whole idea that people are paying too much in taxes. Now, let me just tell you, your financial so-called expert, your financial advisor is not going to touch the taxes. So what if we could liberate more money from a tax standpoint and be able to help individuals invest money in such a way where it feels comfortable to them. Now they have more money. Now they have a lot more peace and security and knowing that they're going to be okay. And then as a result of that, long-term, the income that we're planning or that they're planning for retirement or for the time when they plan on stopping the whole work cycle, it all puts them in a situation, would put individuals in a situation where they would feel that, hey, you know what? Life is worth living because I'm doing good today. I feel good today, but I also feel good about the future. So it all boils down to answer your question to this lack of desire to want to understand, not to geek out, not to do your own financial investments, not to do your own taxes, but this lack of desire to say, hey, I know it's hard work, but I'm going to get 
the right team around me, and I'm going to get the right team that will empower me with all the different options that can actually help me get to the next level of financial success that I desire. Yeah. And it is hard. We're not experts in this area. No one pretends to be, but I feel like there's such a a knowledge gap in general. And I'm going to use the whole American society. People don't know anything about money. (laughs) They just lack a fundamental understanding. And you know, everyone's on their phones and scrolling and scrolling, looking at garbage, right? Just looking at total garbage. I've really, in the last couple of years, really tried to educate myself on at least some of the key concepts in financial services to know what questions to ask. The amount of taxes I pay is criminal. And and I don't think that's ever going to go down per the government's tax rate, right? But there are certainly lots of things I can do as an investor to mitigate some of those taxes and diversify my portfolio and, and all of those things. So I think the services that you provide are so critical that we need this more now than ever. So if People are interested in learning more, what we're doing wrong, how to do it better. Where can they find you? They can find me on social media. They can also go to our website. It is www.empoweredfinancialplanner.com. You can message us from there. You can also check out some of the resources that we have. More to come also on our new YouTube channel, which we're relaunching. But one of the things that I would also say is check out www.empoweredfinancialplanner.com forward slash pitfalls. That's a very short, quick read of five big pitfalls that a lot of people, frankly, fall trapped to when it comes to financial anything, right? Financial planning, a financial outlook, et cetera, et cetera. They're not going to be, you know, invest here and do that. They're going to be more of the, frankly, non-conventional topics that a lot of individuals don't want to discuss because it kind of goes right to the core of how we should be thinking. Who should we even be listening to? Or maybe excluding from the people that we take advice from. And so I definitely encourage you to go there, check it out. And if you do end up scheduling a session with us, whichever means you come in through, please let us know that you heard about it here on the High Wire Woman podcast, because we want to make sure that we give Rosanna a shout out and say thank, thank you, you for hearing about <laughs> us here. That's awesome. Well, High Wire Women, it's hard. I get it. We're working women. We've got a lot going on. Most days I can't even remember to brush my teeth and put my shoes on to get out the door. But this is an area that we can't ignore. We just can't. We work too hard. We do too much to just let this go and hope that it all works out. You cannot have hope as your investment strategy. Too dangerous. Hope is not a strategy. You've heard me say that before, but particularly in this area. So highway women, spend a few minutes instead of scrolling on Instagram and wishing that you were on that Caribbean beach somewhere. (laughs) Spend a few minutes Watch some of the YouTube videos. Look at the Empowered Financial Planner website. You'll get a lot of information out of it. The pitfalls are definitely jarring. You're like, oh, I might have done one or two of those things. But thank you so much for being here today. This is such an important conversation. We've really enjoyed learning from you. And we uh, hope to hear more about this soon. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Rosanna. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the High Wire Woman podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or others, I hope you'll share it with a friend so together we can all stand that high wire of life. Make sure to subscribe or follow us on your favorite listening platform so you never miss an episode and follow us on social media at High Wire Woman for more information. Until next time, I'm Rosanna Berardi. Be sure to stay on that high wire of life.